0: Hi, this is Stephen Piercy from Rat, the Rat Bastard. You're listening and watching Laughing Monkey. Stephen, thanks
1: for being on the show today. Pleasure, man. How's it going? Going pretty good. I know we're going to talk about some of your stuff. I know you have a new single out. But prior to that, I just want to talk a few things about you play guitar. I and mean, yes, yeah, right. More and more, quite a bit. And I know earlier on, yeah. was, and if, real quickly, it's going to be a little quick little piece here. If anybody doesn't know about Stephen, then I don't know you guys have been in a cave. But if not, <laughs> just behind the music. And then he has a great book you know, Sex, Drugs, and Rat and Roll, that'll bring it right up to where we are right now. Uh-huh. But to the point of that story is you play a lot of guitar. Early on, you played a lot of guitar. And it looked like you played yeah. on stage. Yeah. Then in Rat, you kind of just did the singer thing, and then some of your solo stuff. I think only on your stripped was when you were playing
0: acoustic live. You don't really play right. a lot of live guitar, right? Um, I did do half the set when we, Rat was a four piece for a moment. We didn't have a rhythm guitar player. I think it was nineteen ninety. No, uh, who knows? It was one of the times we we got the. I came back to the, my band. Was it the '99 Rat self-titled one? I think. No, it was. Yeah, we were backing something up, and we didn't have a guitar player. We ended up with Carlos, but we didn't have one. And I'd play half the set guitar, yeah. and, and people would go, "Whoa!" But that's not my you gig and rat. My gig and rat when day one when I. Somebody asked me, uh, "Guitar player, can you sing for my band?" Yeah, and I went, "Well, I'm a guitar player," and that happened to be the lead guitar player and the other lead guitar player, Chris Hager and Tommy Osakawa, which were the guys in my first band, uh, Crystal Pistol. <laughs> so uh, I went with my guitar. It's in the book, and and I go, "I want yeah. to this They go, "We got a guitar player. It's Chris Hager right here." who ended up going to rough cut and and whatever and a good friend and it was funny so he'll be in that backstage pass thing yeah. and it's all relevant because we go so far back it's nutty and it's like even like talking about ed it's just fucking crazy and that's why the backstage pass is going to be so important is because there's so many musicians dropping right now and, yeah. and you know what hey you know, every dog has a day, and and I'm just thinking, man, how could we like honor these people before they're out of here? No, well, I, agree. I figured it out, and <laughs> it goes for me
2: too, you no, know. You,
0: so and legacy. people love it, you know. You, I want to know about these guys. Like Rudy Sarzo interviews me, and I go, I had an interview one time. By the uh, by the way, a real guitar player always has a pick. <laughs> Oh, there you go! You're, it's oh, crazy uh, when a guitar player—guitar players don't have a pick. It's like, hey, Stu, oh.
1: I have them all over the place. They're everywhere yes. I go. Um so I was gonna I, say is, so with your solo stuff, you didn't play—you don't—you never gonna play a guitar live on stage besides that stripped. I think it's kind of
0: cool. You uh, do, you I, the only oh, time fine. I play. Yeah, um, no, because when I do my solo stuff, no, because my guitar player Eric, and since so day one, pretty much does the solos and. Frankie, uh, pretty much from Sea Hags. He pretty much uh, and Arcade
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, uh, pretty much does the other kind of rhythm, unless it's round and round or something, you know. But no, I in Arcade I played a few songs. Yeah, yeah, I played SOS. I mean, I wrote a lot every song with Fred Corey and uh the first record and the second record we wrote with donnie syracuse and the other guy in in arcade but in rat that was the only time i actually played guitar i played half the set we were four pieces didn't last long because i didn't like it i didn't
2: like it at all no
0: but i'd love to play guitar for a band i mean i created a vicious delight 1995 to uh to play guitar and sing like I started doing in Mickey yeah. Rat. And it's it's fun. I just do it for fun. And I write every day. And it, it didn't have nothing to do with this virus before this. No, I know. You know, I was writing uh and released uh V to a thrill. V to a thrill. Everything you've done, great.
1: you've never stopped. You you have literally you were like the James Brown of songwriting and, and <laughs> I mean I've listened like here, like literally there's been a year since it was eighty three. You've done like all the rat albums and then uh, yeah. One of my favorite albums you did. Then you had, a co- you had some co-writing and and you had um and I had on on. We're talking about it, your detonator album. When I was talking Ooh. to Desmond Child, I said there's two. We had a great talk. Desmond is such a oh, salt of the earth guy. So yeah. so we were talking about bands and we were talking about like bands like albums he did he co-wrote that didn't get props. And he had a couple. I'm gonna say my two albums I think he worked on were um the Scorpions one and yours. Like Blew right. Me Away your voice co-writing with those songs was the bomb and yeah it's just ridiculous and it's it's so good like was it different i gotta tell
0: you i gotta tell you working with desmond was was fucking amazing and i uh uh, i don't know what record giving yourself away is i actually posted something backstage past for that
1: Uh, that was that detonator
0: it was oh yeah it was a great song man and then oh. we ended up doing a record with them producing with uh yeah. arthur payson and it was cool look dude when when i did that it was with uh diane warren yeah and i just put a post of that up it's crazy you know mm-hmm. Desmond was just on my mind and that song and i'm like i'm gonna let people know who i wrote that with it's not a rat i wouldn't i didn't write I, it with no, rat.
2: but
1: it was interesting because you you and i've gone through your songs you you've, you've you have a certain voice and a tone and you know your voice you own it which is the best yeah. thing to do for a singer but they found a different way to, to do a different melody with your voice it was just a little bit different
0: yeah
1: which was just Perth. like another hit of it was, it was just I, it was a perfect storm and it was just great Perth. and i was like yeah. as kind of bummed that at that point you know everyone knows the storm of grunge came in and, and rock kind of ate yeah. itself too i would have loved yeah. to see i was waiting to see but from that peak to see the next level hope you know like detonator like what were you going to go with that songwriting before you know everything kind of crumbled in because that yeah. you, you know it was so good it was perfect for your voice it was it was good you know
0: yeah i'll tell you what we have a lot of songs and um i think uh i'm gonna instigate putting together because there's so many bootlegs out there but i let the bootleggers they gotta know that i have the biggest bootleg collection of rats how do you have so, to,
1: how do you have control over all that i mean like most bands i mean you've put out like mickey rat you know, i like, ask
0: the, hey look look push comes to shove and I see something, uh, I'll buy it or I'll, I'll tell them to give it to me. And, you know, whatever, if you want to bootleg it, you know, I, if you're somewhere else like Korea, I can't help you. But somebody actually sent <laughs> me something once It was a five CD of unreleased uh, rap music and stuff. And I'm thinking, how did you get this, dude? Somebody, Somebody in the studio, took some of our shit, and it just got lost somewhere, or Rob, it dropped it somewhere. Yeah, right, <laughs> a, it got lost. A tape of, of, of a song, and, and there's a song actually called uh, Reach for the Sky, which I want to re-release. So I'm going to instigate doing a a, a Rat record with unreleased songs. There's actually good. enough. Ten. There's which is probably- good,
1: because I mean, you've got so many good songs, I know you did Collage, the same thing. And even when Rat stopped, you were writing, you've always written, like, you did Arcade, you did Arcade yeah. 2, which is... Was really kind of cool. It had more it felt more, even more like Aerosmith, bluesy, rocky field. Not doesn't sound like Aerosmith, but it has that swagger to it. Um, sure. So you did uh, Vicious Delight was which a little bit different. Well, and then um, you did Vertex, was kind of a you know,
0: now kind of, oh man, Vertex, Shit, man. Let me tell you something. I like that. That record, it, it was really weird how Al, Al Petrelli and uh, well, he's so fucking good. He's good, uh, cool, yeah, uh, isn't he? He's, he's ridiculous. we yeah we um it came came to be that project this Japanese drummer kid uh uh Hiro Kira, Kiritani, um w- wanted a project to do a band and they specifically picked me as to sing and they're in Japan conjuring this up and al patrelli on guitar and go to a and m the a room. For as long as we wanted with as much gear as we wanted and get on the bus at the end of the day when the record comes up mega promotion one huge video and go open for man award in small clothes and it didn't work and then the band just but but al petrelli well we wrote that me and al petrelli man i gotta tell you we tried so many things in the studio that one song um shit there's a uh, oh, one like the son um he's like banging on the keyboards with a drumstick i mean and i'm singing through a big tube with a mic on the end we tried everything just to fuck around you know it feels like a, a fun and, experiment but it had know. to be heavy, heavy but it had it to heavy. be industrial it had to be industrial you know that's what the kid wanted
1: yeah, it looked like it was fun. That's, that was kind of a question, how fun it was for you, because clearly, like I said, you're always doing stuff like Vicious Delight and Arcade were kind of still in the rock lane, you mm-hmm. know. But Vertex, yeah. I mean, if you look like you're having fun in the video. It feels like it was like a fun, creative blast to just kind of do something different, you know. Why not? Why not? No, you know, there's no reason why not. It's, it's a good idea. It's fun.
0: Yeah, I can't play rap music for the rest of my life, you know, or, or during my life because. You know, I, uh, from the early day, when I started playing guitar, I started writing songs. It's that crazy. And I just developed, developed and hung out with people who play guitar. You know, eventually Robin and Chris and all these guys taught me. And then I taught myself. And then I don't know, all of a sudden I'm this singer dude. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with that guy and do my yeah. own thing. Because the Fun solo theory. record's done. Yeah, the solo record no, done. Yeah. yeah, the six went, we're ready to go. You know when's it coming out? Um, you know? It'll come out this year.
1: Okay, cool. And the big single right now is "Girls on Film,"
0: and they want my manager uh, wants to put it out on on the Legacy record, and uh, so we'll see what happens. I mean, I, the story behind it, it's crazy. I love that band.
1: I do. T- I, I do too. I, when I read your book, I was like, oh, I love Duran Duran too. I, I think it's it's a perfect meld of like poppy.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, I liked it because of the fashion. Because, you know, somebody, yeah. uh, uh, I hung out with people back then. When I first moved to LA in 1980, man, I was experimental, dude. I, I tripped around Hollywood with Chris and John, and, 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 and we just had to learn Hollywood. And we, we came from San Diego, making rap. We were playing huge shows, huge. And we had to start all over again. You know, but Robin's band was huge. Uh, uh, My band was huge. Mickey Ratt. I mean, seriously, playing theaters and and Big Hall, Big Crosby Hall, uh, uh, all these big places. It was crazy in the late 70s, man. Everybody just wanted to party, you know, and we were in it. And then all of a sudden, Van Halen, and then it was, forget it. There's the bar right there, Van Halen, and I was so glad he was my friend.
1: Did you ever get to play like guitar bad. with him? Like hang out with him, play uh, guitar I,
0: studio? You know, when he's when I saw him personally, when he'd come by or something, or I'd go to his pad a few times. I've been there. We never it wasn't about guitar. It was only once when I went to his pad that he I went in the studio and he played me something that Sammy Hager was singing. Oh yeah. Actually. But we were both fucked up. So I don't know. Yeah. Really, you know. Yeah, like. I like he, played it and goes, yeah. he did tell me he goes sammy would be pissed if i played this and i go whatever man let's go <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know we don't that's
0: play great. guitar. he doesn't play guitar no. in my house if there was one there he'd pick it up and, for well that's second, what i meant
1: like he just but... hanging out he always had a guitar so i just meant like you know just hanging out for fun not like a, a thing just kind of yeah.
0: fun yeah we had other things to talk about <laughs>
1: I'm sure you did. I, I like some of the stories you have about him. You know, he kept a few things at your house. Uh, it was alcohol he was hiding from uh, earlier on in your in your story. Yeah, They're yeah. stories. It was, funny it was stories.
0: cool. It was cool, man. He left my pad once uh, uh, on his motorcycle, and he got a five hundred two. A... <laughs> I'm like, fucker, man. Oh, He's it crazy. It was crazy. It was so much fun. Man. I got stories for days. But anyway, oh, I'll say, well, we started working on those songs. We were in hawaii i believe on our way to japan and juan had a recording studio uh with us like a decent kind of you know in, in iraq yeah. and we parked in, in in hawaii and that's where a few of those songs came out but it was it was incredible that record is such a it, from seller seller was like let's get the fuck out of here and play yeah. our shit. I mean, it it incorporates out of the cellar some Mickey Ratt songs. It does, but it's, it's,
1: a, it's like the, it was next level.
0: Yeah, and it's stuff that, you know, we've been wanting to uh, uh, play and jam. And we were playing uh, other songs, Ratt, besides what was on cellar. You know, I Won't Lose, a song I have, uh, mm-hmm. Reach for the Sky. I have, and I never wanted to release a song that is the title of a record. That's why it never got its due. Oh, I didn't know that. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, but it's really good. It was actually a little trivia. Well, I don't yeah. get it. It is a backstage story. It was written uh, when Mark Tarine, the singer of the Bullet Boys, was playing guitar more than singing. And the split for a second, a few months, and he pulled in. And when he did, Robin... Uh, Mark Turin and myself mm-hmm. uh, uh, wrote the song "Reach for the Sky," and I won't lose. And they're fucking great. I want them out. I want them heard. It's 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 over. What forty years? It I love. Was, I love. Uh, your stuff you damn! I it see. was like uh, 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 it was early on. It was like before. It was 1982, you know, or three when Warren first joined. You know everybody's hopping chairs but anyway
1: that song's amazing that's cool no thank but, you man it's awesome yeah i love that yeah, all, all, all the anthology stuff is awesome yeah
0: yeah but anyway that turned it backstage but uh but um that record lay it down man bo just kicked our asses you know i mean really we were crazy in the studio for a while but when it came to uh him saying, yeah <laughs> you know nobody complained everybody including myself got to work i'd do things over and over and over and over and he'd go try this try this and i would he's a producer right i'm like dug writing with people and that's where you get different shit i can write with anybody now but it's uh, good
1: the band um, did it too though because you had a huge album the first one was so huge you needed to come back with something really strong and that was a strong album to follow up with no. Yeah, there's
0: some there's some cool shit gonna happen, but yeah, man, and and to lay it down, man. I gotta tell you, that was a great record. I mean, he mm-hmm. really topped himself on that, and it ended up doing like over two mil. So,
2: yeah, eh.
0: so there was good, so, but seller was like, let's get out of here, you know. And we did. We're all crazy, and and yep. then lay it down. It was like, okay, this is gonna happen all the time. Is this gonna happen all the time? This is our sophomore. We're huge. We got yep. Bon Jovi opening up or, you know, it was insane 85, 86, yep. man. Out of control. And uh uh that record just whoosh, took off. And next thing you know, it's like we get off the road and not more than like a month or two. It's like uh start writing. We're going into pre-production. <laughs> you know, uh um, we created this thing since we're in this uh situation with this virus and whatever and who knows about the live show so everybody's experimenting. Yeah. what I'm doing is, is uh, with my with my girl here is is we've created back a thing called backstage Past. and it it incorporates uh going back to the beginning with myself and through your career and you know up until uh, you know what is your legacy at the end of the day? You'll be, you know, interviews, you know, live jamming Mm -hmm. with special guests and the first things coming out, we start filming on the 23rd and it'll go back to my history and Mickey Rat all the way through the Rat years, live footage going back, uh, stuff nobody has ever seen. And that's the whole premise of it. Uh, We've been working on it for quite a while and it's going to be a program. That's going to show uh, somebody probably every week, once a week, special guest. And it's way cool. That's all I can say. Just go to officialstevenpearcy.com and all the info will be there.
1: Is that also going to say what platform is going on? Is it going to be on web or access? To, like, It'll on be streamed on,
0: uh, on a network. On a program, um,
1: okay.
0: A, yeah, stream network. But it's a Excellent. huge network, over 100 million. That's, so that's we're totally happy we happy. That's awesome!
1: That. Very cool. All right. I mean, just uh, go to uh,
0: theratpack.com. Go mm-hmm. to officialstevenpiercey.com, where you will soon see backstage. Uh, uh, Stephen Piercy's Backstage Pass.com. Yeah. And uh, 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 anything else is really on uh, uh, officialstevenpiercey.com, and yeah. there's all kinds of fun stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff on that yeah. site. It's really good. And your video too. Yeah, the new man. girls Line film videos on there too. Yeah, you know, I had to do that because it was just crazy. I mean, look, my guitar player Eric, the the, the fucking guy. I think I mentioned it. He's way creative. He just sends me songs, 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 and I just immediately write lyrics and figure out an arrangement. It's like clockwork. Crazy. It's the weirdest thing. And and I could we could be recording, and I'll stop them and say, "No, we're gonna play this now. Trash that song." <laughs> So I mean I move fast. I mean I'm like buff, buff, buff. My, my girl can't fucking handle it, but she keeps <laughs> up. She keeps up because <laughs> it's backstage pass. She had, she's the brains. Uh and I'm the the whatever. But anyway, um, so official com, and there's gonna be soon that program and it's gonna be a stream show. It's on a network, and we're Go way ahead. excited. And and the first show is gonna be my legacy and from there it will go uh i'll be auditioning i mean not auditioning. i'll be uh, uh interviewing and you know jamming with guests and and, and backstage past the story and lives of uh, uh as many rock musicians as i can you know okay. and give them respect and the whole deal with it is what is your legacy because put it this way uh Daryl Hall isn't inviting fucking Rob Alford over to hang out and jam.
1: He might. He might after hearing this.
0: <laughs> Why not? It's like somebody's gotta do it. So I'll start out with this unplugged, you know, trip and then turn it into metal, maybe in a second, and all hell breaks loose. You know. There's a lot
1: you can do with this. This is a great idea.
0: Yeah. Well, it it's already on the burner, the the heavy metal show. Uh has nothing to do with that metal show believe me with all due respect uh but yeah it's going to be crazy i mean and, and that's what really brought it up to my attention is like what daryl hall man he doesn't even invite a rat in there or something or invite a motley guy in there invite vince motherfucker you know uh but anyway all is good it's all good. It's always good. But you yeah, have me and my man. girl, Christy, Christy Adair, just kicking some butt, man. It's going to be great. It's awesome. You have a good time. Thank you, Thank brother. You. All right. Stephen,
1: and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Stephen, welcome back to the
0: show, man. How are you? Good to be back for more.
1: I'm doing I'm doing good. It's a, bit, a little bit, since so I've seen you, and I know how much you, are, you write songs, so you've probably written like three soul albums since the last time I've talked to you. <laughs> oh, You're such a oh, prolific songwriter.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, it's the other day I was like going through songs that i've written that i really haven't put words to because if i start on some i'll kind of give it a title just so i can remember the music yeah and i'm looking through this going holy shit the solo records put away ready to record we're just waiting for the go to you know who's gonna i'm gonna license it to um and i found all these songs with just me on, you know, playing guitar and stuff and I just said, you know, I've never really released a record with me, just playing all the guitar, all the solos, all the same uh, uh, top fuel records process. We have a studio. My bass player is the engineer, co-produces with me and and nobody else. I just want me to go in there, get a drummer in there and, and just have at it. So I put together God, uh, over a dozen song ideas. And the thing is, I actually called my bass player, Jerry, and said, hey, you know, we've got to start working on some stuff because this the the music I'm actually talking about, it's like the Rat EP. They're like yeah. no, I mean, one of these songs, believe it or not, could be construed is a, a Metallica tune. <laughs> I mean, they're just heavy EP kind of song sounding. You got it, uh, uh, Tell the World, Cheater. They're in that vein. So I think that stuff is
1: really chunky because I I knew you have a. if you look at it on anybody's following you have the Mickey Rat anthology. Yeah, it's like everywhere. I love the yeah. version of Round and Round. It is it's fatter, it's chunkier. The guitar mm-hmm. on that is actually heavier, I think, than the produced one that you guys did as a single. Yeah. And I love that one. I love both I like the chunky one, man.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and you know, it's like I've had I've worked with so many people. And then I finally stopped saying, you know, I've re-recorded with George Lynch, some stuff, Tracy Guns, you know, besides the originals with the Warren. And even before that, with Chris Hager, who was a lead guitar player Mickey Rats, I can literally throw up a version of, let's say, Sweet Cheater. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it on the website. That'd be fun. Uh, who, who do you like better? Of course, D Martini, but it'll have D Martini, Chris Egg, or George, Lynch, this guy, that guy, and so take a vote. Who's Which version?
1: That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I, think, I think it'd be fun.
0: Yeah, I like
1: I, well, you've done a lot of versions of stuff that are out there too. So, I mean, you've redone them, and like I have went through some of your albums, I mean, the, the, the progression of sounds you've gone through too of each album.
0: Yeah, you know what I really liked? I did this re-recording of uh, Round and Round for a band called The Tories. And their version was kind of like uh, uh acoustic kind of a thing. And they asked me if I'd sing Backups. And I go, sure. I liked their rendition so much. I actually, when I did Stripped, yeah. that uh, record, I did their version. So I ended up with <laughs> myself twice
2: <laughs>
1: i'll have to check that one out you know it's funny you, you, you sing a lot of though i mean you're, you're not against singing i mean you'll do covers you'll do you started out doing covers you're just you're a singer you know hell you've even done a, a grim got run over by a reindeer
0: oh god the other Christmas. <laughs> yeah that's you know It's for... funny it's, 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 it's like, if you can't You know, I'm a firm believer of, you know, not trying anything just to do it. If you can try something that's out of your realm or or whatever, I find it, you know. uh, It's not even uh, that
1: bad, though. It's not that bad, though. I mean, it's not like it. I mean, I I laughed. I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, you sound good in it. I mean, you sound fine. It's not bad. It's just it's I did not expect to hear that from you. I was like, what?
0: I know it's crazy. So I stopped doing those things, but the re-recording. I've done that's pretty so, funny you know they just keep rehashing them, rehashing them and you know so it's the buck stopped you know, yeah. a bit ago that, but.
1: it's alright you got enough songs anyhow let's so I got a couple things I want to talk about Um, let's talk about your streaming event the first thing congratulations yeah. on it uh, a lot of good reviews people loved it man fantastic yeah.
0: well you know unfortunately it was a rat supposed to be a rat stream for last New Year's Eve for the new year 2021 and it's okay I'll take on all comers and that's what I did yeah. and the best about it is I I got to step outside of the 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 rat mode I mean look I'm a solo artist too I've recorded like you know I'm on my sixth solo record mm-hmm. I just don't put stuff out there to put out there there's got to be a reason nobody's heard it or it's different um you know and I was doing this long ago finding these deep cuts, you know? Um, so I'm utilizing that, you know, as much as I can. Well,
1: I mean, you are the voice of Rat. And if you, for most, you are a Rat, Most, you know what I'm saying? You
0: sing it, you do the Rat
1: songs, you do solo, it still sounds like Rat, you know what I mean? Yeah. No one else can say, sing like you. So you are the
0: voice of Rat, so. Well, the best thing about it was I do solo stuff. And that's right. the best about that string gig. And, and it is a different rat bastards are a whole nother animal from obviously rat and we don't have the you know robin with us and the band isn't uh, the original members you do what you can do but for how long you know i don't want this band to become a cover band if i had my way the original guys would be in the studio or we would be writing and uh, you know who knows talking about bigger better things you know the final the last lap, whatever you want to call it. Well, so. I
1: mean, you, so you did the show. Don't yeah, talk do. over you. So what yeah. happened? Did you did so? Bobby, obviously, and and, and also you had Scott, Scotty playing drums, and Scotty's a monster, right? So Scotty's Correct. props to Scotty Coogan out there right now. But obviously, Bobby is what everyone's hot about because Rat.
2: Correct.
1: But, but that being said, once that got done, were people like, "Hey, it was Warren or or, or or you know Juan kind of like oh kind of excited?" Was there like any more? dirt kicking up a little more uh, excitement now
0: i don't I, I haven't heard from their comments but what? you know I, I, oh, I that's crazy well we kind of tend to if there's no business at hand even back in the day each everybody goes to their own village you know yeah. and you write or you do whatever until you hear that get that phone call tomorrow tomorrow you know uh, but I, we'll see what happens. I, I really enjoyed it uh, doing the stream. I, I got now I know what to do, you know. So the next one will be definitely. Um, we'll have some kind of live audience. Uh, well, yeah, P- people. And play, I though like, it's how awkward uh, it is. And you, you well though. Yeah, I love playing cover cover songs. I love Zeppelin, Bowie, Priest, uh, Aerosmith. All uh, you know yeah. all. Performed that uh girls on film uh it doesn't bother me toys in the attic i mean i love doing that shit it's what i grew up on mm-hmm. you know so i get a chance just to get my yaya's out and of them okay here you gotta play around you have to lay it down you have to tell the world and you know so i enjoy those the next stream will be a bigger better cooler event cool
1: but for your first one, though, you really got a lot of kudos. I think a lot of good comments were you were working it like you were kind of coming into an audience. You were coming into a living room. You were looking at the right angle. You know, there's been a lot of streams. Been kind of off the band. It feels like a band practice. It feels like you kind of kind of came in guns blazing. It's not me just saying. It. It's the sure. reviews. People just go out there and listen. It's you kind of locked into it out of the gate.
0: Yeah, we had a great response and it was, it was successful. So like I'm saying, now I know what to do. Now I know uh, how to deal with a, a better production and, you know, using the same company. Uh, I don't know. Cause what you want to do bigger and better things, you know, we will take it to the next level, but it was a great time. Great response. Yeah. Um, that's the rat bastards, you know. You put us in a corner, and we'll come out punching, you know.
1: Well, the people lost their mind when you and Bobby got together. If, if anybody, two people are going to get together, you and Bobby of the band, with you guys are the two, the holdouts, you know. Yeah, well, so, never,
0: never, never say never, you know. And it's like I could call Warren, and if I don't hear from him, that's okay. That's how that's how we were. That's how
1: I know, we, but but you and Bobby though are like the Eagles got back together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> the hell <laughs> is over type of deal. It's different.
0: You're correct, everybody. And we still talk all the time. You know? I know, but
1: it's... it's it was crazy.
0: Different. It was crazy, and, and you know, hey, like I say, never say never, and bygones be bygones. I don't hold grudges uh, unless you really fucked me somewhere. But, I mean, with a guy like that, it, it's like my brother, you know? Yeah. You, you, you fight, and, you know? That's just the way it is. I mean, look, Ooh. we were packed up for years in a bus, you know what I mean? So you get to know somebody very well, and now we're, you know, we're all a little bit older, grown up, more mature, and and there's different ways of handling things. And first and foremost is, hey, are we cool? Okay, let's hang, and that's where it's at. Well, I, yeah, I mean, no,
1: and nobody can say like no one, no one's lived in the same shoes that you, you and Bobby and and Warren and Warren. You guys all lived a certain life that no one else experienced. Then, well, the five of you, at one point, but then obviously the four of you that are survivors. And now you guys are older and mature, and you have a legacy. And we've learned you don't want to, you know, people are dying. You want to make sure you at least have a at least have a friendship with the band. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't play, I mean, we've learned that from like with Eddie and stuff. That stuff happens, man, and it it sucks.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, look, there's one thing we all have to do is die. How you want to get there and and take it, you know, is yeah. your own trip. You know, I have my own uh, beliefs on. You know, you can't you can't come back and say, let's, let's do that. You know, that was a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) You got to move while, move while the iron. Oh, and that's, and I'm the ultimate instigator. So that's what I'm doing now. We'll see what happens. I mean, they never, I believe. And, you know, take it from there.
1: All right. I, I, I'm gonna say, just have one question. This is something I got. When you, you, you know, it's always out there talking about the band and stuff, because you, you only want. This gonna be like to the end. We'll go Go some albums, but you're talking about Rat, and you said you, you don't really want to go out there. You want to do one, one last hurrah with the band.
2: I would like. only. All right, would, and, and and
1: you didn't want to do it. Say with with Carlos this time. I mean, mm-hmm. the Infestation album was fantastic. You guys play well. He's a good player, but you kind of want to do the four guys or do the original maybe type of deal. Um, As well- possible yeah go ahead go ahead there is one other original guy you could put in for a fifth member when you play live you know jakey lee
0: yeah he already he was kind of i don't know if we even approached him uh back then i don't it's a he's a whole
1: he's uh, different yeah he would be awesome to see people love him
0: yeah he's a one guitar band guy okay i get that he needs that because of his playing, and and that's one of the reasons, I don't know, maybe he didn't like me or something but <laughs> towards the end, but, you know, that was one of the reasons he left. He's not a two guitar guy. I wanted to bring another guy in and start this whole new thing, you know, uh, started out as me singing and playing guitar, then, no, yeah. I'm going to say, hey, Drake, you're the guy. And so, who knows? But you know, if we're, we're not talking any of that now, I think it would be great for the fans. You know, our friends—I call our fans friends. Yeah. I think it would be. I think it would be way cool. So we'll see what happens. You know, I don't. I I make no promises. But so, but one thing is, you know, hey, I yeah. put it out there. I'm not going to do a record and and uh, uh without the original guy, it just doesn't make sense. But I have to say. When I made that remark, a lot of people were going, Oh, that's a great record infestation. You shouldn't put it, it down. Be happy, your fans. I'm like, give me a fucking break. I go, look, <laughs> my point was. Well,
1: that, I get that. That's why that's why I preempted what I said because of that. I'm like, I get
0: that. Yeah, we you didn't have all elements. If there was a Juan, there was a Warren, there was a Bobby, yeah. there was a... Whoa. You pretty much got a great nucleus right there. And yeah. and that's that's where I go, man, you know, that's that would be the ultimate E-ticket, not, you know, just keep having one guy come in, one guy come out, you know, blah, blah. Um, so that's where that stands, you know? All right.
1: well, so Rat EP came out, blasted out, you had like 100,000 copies, something ridiculous. Right. At that point, and we we're talking about you kind of like redoing some songs between Mickey Rat and then Rat, and then they kind of get remade a few times. So that EP did pretty good, had a certain sound, a little raw. Yeah. Then I know they went and repolished it, I guess, for the reproduction. Of La- didn't they La- like, like redo it?
2: We redid redo- like, yeah, yeah. before. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And then um, Out of the Cellar, obviously, the biggest, probably the biggest album that you guys did. I mean,
0: it still is to this day. Yeah. Yep.
1: So a lot of the songs you have on there were really good. It was the full band you guys were firing on all cylinders. And what I know changed a lot. I know you like to write alone, or you've said you like to you know, write your lyrics and stuff. Yeah. Well, How that changes between the albums, I'm kind of curious about as band to the years because songwriting is different in each album. You know what I mean?
2: Uh huh.
0: Well, my the way I work and worked with my band with Rad is I, I still, <laughs> unless you bring a song in, mm-hmm. uh, that's complete like when we were thinking about when well, we had op- had the opportunity to do the EP we really didn't have any music we were playing all of mickey rats music right and up in the dog and and i think we were just starting to write like this one song reach for the sky and this other one i won't lose which i have in the original band uh demoed it for out of the cellar but never made it so uh, one day you'll hear those but anyway Um, if you didn't bring in a complete song back in the day, when we were in pre-production for out of the cellar or the EP, it it really wasn't, you know, noticed or something. And unless you, we were just, whoa, hence, you know, you think you're tough. That was probably the first real rat song written as not as a group performed, uh, recorded by the band uh all those other songs on the ep you got it cheater tell the world um uh were mickey rat songs they were completely done which which it gets to the point no i i i really wouldn't consider working on a song unless you just give me music you know unless you really had some kind of somebody robin had a great title or or a uh, words for a bridge um, and the same will be said for anybody else I mean Juan came to the table with um, for Out of the Cellar with a couple songs and they were pretty much complete except on one song I really couldn't bite into the lyrics and it really wasn't me so that's why I like to to write lyrics alone because if I have any kind of outside you know, uh, influence, Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't sound like me, you know, some people like talking about the sky and water and stuff. Me, I like talking about cement and, you know, (laughs) tripier shit, you know, uh, cement pirate shit. So, you know, that's where that came from. It's not that I didn't want to write lyrics with these people because at the end of the day, it was Bo Hill who went, oh, that sucks or that's great your producer right. or somebody in the band did come up with something great but uh like lack of communication per se i changed a couple things but it's a one song you know complete so wow, i would that's... come up with complete songs or or leave me alone give me your ideas and leave me alone you know and then you'll get your product
1: I you know because at one point that you talked about like the band was kind of like you know they're kind of like oh he takes off and he does the song separately and I know you said that before <laughs> so it's kind of curious that it kind of drove him nuts but then of course at that point in, 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 in the songwriting your band was a couple albums in everyone's getting bigger egos are getting bigger everything's kind of separating and then so your songwriting everything just is amplified so it's not about the songwriting it's about everything's about everything so sure so I'm kind of just kind of focusing in on like oh so let's really talk about the song part of it and you know that's because that's what people love to hear yeah, so, Out of the Cellar had a really great raw sound. It was, it was a cleaned up version, obviously. And you were, like I said, you a lot of old Mickey Rat songs were kind of cleaned out that you weren't using. You were starting to kick in new songs as a band. Yeah. Then you came up Then invading your privacy. That that album, a lot thicker. I think the guitars sounded heavier than that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's my outside that thought. That I mean, record, yeah. that record was a whole. It, it was quite different than Out of the Cellar. We knew, all we knew is that, oh shit, you have a, I don't call it a hit record, you, you hit a nerve, and I think both thinking the same thing, you guys better write the best shit you've ever written, and that's yeah. what we attempted to do, and we did bring the notch up a few, so it was cool, I love Invasion, I think Invasion is a great record.
1: Invasion is that one, I would say, and... That's probably one of my, that and Detonator are probably my two favorite rat albums, uh, like, like my top two. And then I'd probably work. But with Invasion, you had some kind of like these things. And and but what was interesting, I don't, at least you didn't release. Is there any old Mickey Rat stuff? This was all new rat stuff at this point, right? This album was all banned. In- In-
0: invasion?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: um, I think there might have been. I'd have to look. But there might have been uh, a, a couple leftovers. It's, yeah, if I'm thinking about it now. It's quite possible. Yeah. Well, I
1: haven't seen any. At least, at least they're not released like publicly. I mean, I know you have like every bootleg of yourself ever released. <laughs> yeah. you know. But I don't think I've ever seen these released. That's why I was asking, as far as these felt like they were a new animal itself.
0: Yeah, the songs on Invasion.
1: Yeah. You're yeah. in love. <laughs> Never use love. Lay it
0: down. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop right there. There I'm you go. Never use love. Never use love. Is a Mickey Rat song. I wrote that song, complete, all done, oh. complete. So I did that throughout the catalog. I would bring it like top secret. That's an old. That's yep. a Mickey Rat idea. Okay, that was actually recorded by Mickey Rat. And so yeah, you're, you're yeah you just refreshed my memory. Yeah, there are a couple <laughs> songs that were Mickey Rat. For that have been sitting around, and like I say, it goes back to the song's complete here you go guys we we used to do it in our set in eighty three it didn't make seller, so uh it's time, and it worked
1: oh well, yeah, well, off, in your defense, I mean you've written probably hundreds and hundreds of songs and put a different, yep. so many different albums and versions of albums and you know and and to remember all that would be just insane um, <laughs> not, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make a rat joke either <laughs> you're insane but to that point, like, so, like, but like, never use love. The yeah. production really made it fit because I couldn't hear. I mean, that sound would not have worked on, like, out of the cellar. Like, that, it Correct. Just works with invasion of privacy.
0: You are, you're, yeah, spot on. I would have. Was
1: that a producer decision or who, who made that decision?
0: It is a producer decision. Yeah. Cause once Bo figured it out, which he did, cause see, out of the cellar was pretty much his first rodeo and our first mm-hmm. rodeo doing a full length record really oh so it worked
1: That was when a good I, album for both you guys it, to be your first time
0: <laughs> yeah okay. so whatever uh, uh transpired in there it worked and we it, Bo hill wasn't about to miss a beat the label presidents weren't about to miss a beat and they wanted the sophomore to be a hit and it was thank god you know
1: it, it, yeah it was I, mean, I, I remember when it came out so excited had that went got the set I was so looking forward to it, and it, but like all your albums, and one thing is consistent: they all have a certain sound. There's not like yeah, there's no uneven sound on the album. Like this album could be here, and this could be belong with this album. Each album, and whether it's the production or the song choice or the order, you know, it, it works out really good. Um, and this album I felt like was really designed for like like stadium for live playing. A lot of the songs just felt like they're very much designed for an audience. You know,
0: well, we did consciously want our songs to be able to come across live it wasn't until later we got a little out of hand because a lot of those notes that I had to <laughs> banshee yell and scream <laughs> weren't gonna weren't gonna work well on the road yeah. for you know 14 months you know night after night I wouldn't have a voice so we learned real quick don't do that if you could avoid it don't make us uh, sing or do something that you can't reproduce on stage. Uh, well,
1: there's still singers that are doing that now with their height with certain notes they sang when they were younger. than you know, when you get older, you can't sing those anymore.
0: You're, well, you're singing not, at a you down can, key. You can. There are guys who can do that. and God bless them. I don't know. You know. Uh, uh, yeah. There's yeah, only I'm a few
1: just, I can still do it. That have the voice of like you know. Yeah. Like, like there's only a few Sammy Hagar voices out there that can just still hit those notes. You know. Yes, Um, that they wrote that they wrote when they were younger.
2: Correct.
0: Yeah, that's true. And but I mean, they made me do stuff like, um, uh, well, I'll never use love or 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 dance, dance, dance. I got to tell you, when that record came out and they picked that single, I was like, oh shit! You mean I got to do that every night, every night? It's going to get in the way of my partying, man. You know. (laughs) But I have a voice. I'm lucky enough to have a voice, whether people think it sucks or not. Sometimes I think it sucks, but it is what it is. But, you know, you got to be careful, you know, trying to do these things and hit these notes because it'll haunt you, you know, later on when you're like, I shouldn't have done that. But I had to prove I had balls or something or everybody's doing it. We all get away.
1: You're a singer and you're you have a rock
0: voice. Every... Say
1: you what? I'm saying you have a singer and you have a rock voice, and and you're on a tour, and you have like, especially yeah. you have especially having a, a rough, gravelly, bluesy voice, any singer that has that kind of voice, after a certain while, you're going to blow it out, or you're going to have a bad couple of years live because the weather. I mean, it's not a guitar. It's not going to be. It's hard to keep it in tune. It's just, it's it's moving and breathing. It's a body part. So
0: yeah, I'm lucky enough to have a voice, or unlucky enough but I don't have to really worry about it you know I don't really bite into a towel backstage or go me 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 me, me." you know I'd rather laugh and talk and and work my voice you know pre-show that way but I've never really had a problem and now I'm very fortunate that I could go out there we actually um did um 20 was it 29 shows in a row? Something really crazy back in the day, mm-hmm. and they didn't think I was gonna be able to do it. But I, me, I'm like, well, let's just
1: do it and see what happens.
0: and I think your voice has gotten cool.
1: better, like stronger, like you know, live performances. I think there's a time where I think I don't know, like you, you, see you had problems with your legs and you had medical issues and stuff going on, mm-hmm. and you're just regular singing. You know, it wasn't top or bottom. <laughs> it was just whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not knocking yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But we all have life stuff going on. I'm not I couldn't do what you do. But the point yeah. is like I'm lucky I'm lucky voice, I
2: have but your voice
1: gets stronger again though. Like it's getting stronger again. Like is my point. It's like it's
2: yeah, right.
0: Well that's happening because I don't part in you know, partake or indulge in these dangerous substances any longer. <laughs> and it happens if you're drinking like a fish. Yeah, you're going to have some problems eventually down the line, or maybe not. It depends on what kind of music you play in your delivery with people. I mean, there's so many aspects to that. But I, I, I'm i happy, you know, we're fortunate enough to have a voice to it. I don't worry about it. I just do what I do. It's not good, guy, and, you know. The guy that goes out there is a whole other person. I flip a switch before I go out, and the minute I come back off stage, I flip it, and that's it. So I kind of don't even, you know how i can get away with some of that i don't know but but i'm enjoying
1: uh well keep doing what you're doing it's, the- it's, it's your voice has gotten stronger and and maybe even if you're drinking your mindset sets a different spot so you're not singing it properly because you're not thinking that way i mean but, kind of like maybe not has to do your voice it's just like where you're at if you're doing other stuff you know what i mean if your heart's not into it if it's a performance you're like kind of walking through it you know
0: correct sure. correct and and here's you know somebody told me a long time ago was a uh, teacher and i never had voice lessons even though i was told to try to get some, but that'll just disturb your your character and individuality. (laughs) Uh, But they told me, they told me, think the note before you speak the note. And within that little millisecond, most probably you'll hit it.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So to those singers out there, try it sometime. There is enough time in your head to do it, believe it or not, to think about the note before you sing it. So, I tend to do that quite a lot. It's very helpful, you know, because you'll be amazed sometimes. I just go, Holy shit, it works. You think yeah, it, it's,
1: and uh, it I, you know, we got a lot going on too. we be thinking that you guys are moving, you guys are a very physical band. And we're yeah. talking, well, now you are your your solo band, rap bastards. But even today, I mean, you got to move. You can't sit still on that stage, especially with Warren and his bass guitar, the way he jazzer sizes with it all around. And it can knock out. you out.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Besides, uh, yeah, Juan has a tendency to to still try to, but I know he knows he can't. You know, look, those were those were days when you're in your twenties and you could climb on the, oh, yeah. the scaffolding and rafters and, and you know fall on your ass and get up. That doesn't happen too much anymore. And We're very lucky, us, uh, uh, thirty five years later that we can still deliver. I mean, I would love to see the band. I would love, I mean, look, I've jammed with Bobby. I would love to see Bobby jam with Wanted and Me and I would love to see Warren pull into the picture, uh, you know, but that's that's up to him. And if it never happens, it doesn't happen. We have great a great legacy. Um be a shame. but I really I it, we'll see what happens, you know. I mean I had a great time with Bobby out there. Yeah. I mean never missed he, a beat. It was like that's our bomb, you know. But if there was a live audience and it was, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a bunch of thousands of people who would have had a whole nother ball game. Yeah, that's when yeah all hell breaks loose. I mean, you know? Even it be nice if
1: even if the four you secretly get together one time and just play for fun as a band to kind of have some kind of closure, you know what I'm saying? Like just no tapes, no recording, just as friends, right. as you started, yeah. that would be a i i That's how I think. Um, yeah, no idea
0: we'll it's all recorded. And didn't let you know.
2: <laughs>
1: well, you know what I'm saying.
2: It, yeah, it was I good know. Gesture.
1: If, if, if. So gonna cover came out once again. New sound, still platinum. You're still guys kicking butt. Dance mm-hmm. came out a little different song. I wasn't kind of expecting that. It felt the sounds were almost like the guitars were almost like they were short and punchy in that album. I don't know if. Was it the the change so on purpose? Because it felt like you guys were getting even a little heavier. Body talk was like poppy, but then actually heavier. Yeah, you're talking dancing, right? Yeah, dancing undercover, kind of that one right now. So,
0: Well, there was, let me explain dancing to you. Dancing was really a premeditated record. You know, we saw Invasion was more of a polished record. Yeah. It was a for that year and that time and that episode, The Rat Lives, but when it came time to, oh, shit, okay, mm-hmm. we made the sophomore glitch. We made it out of that. Now, what are we going to do next? Robin and I and, and most of us, even Warren, decided we wanted to go back to basics. Let's just okay. try back to EP seller. There was no pressure. The songs were harder and and let's not have as much fluff, so to speak, because <laughs> then everybody was by by invasion, all these new bands, everybody's using your producer, taking your tricks, and mm-hmm. and so we really wanted to make a change in in the delivery of that record. We wanted it to be harder, a little much heavier, yeah, a heavier record. And it did heavier. Really get accomplished, you know.
1: Yeah, it was good. I mean, even like when you was it, it doesn't matter when you start off and you start playing just a guitar, it's just you singing with a guitar. Right, you know Warren, yeah. Yeah, that was that was that, that was probably like my I love that
0: song. Um, yeah, we, the whole album is really good. Thank you. We, yeah, we would try different things. I mean, if you can, if you have the ability to, to, you know, to do different things and experiment, not literally, because we knew and now we know, even to this day. There is a schematic to rat music. Mm. Juan knows it, I know it, Warren. Knows it. It's just Bobby knows. It's just stuck in our heads. <laughs> and so, even if we wanted to do something to make it different, like the other rat records that came after the Sony portrait record yeah. and even Infestation, um, without Bo and, you know, in the nucleus, or at least the four of us in the nucleus, it's going to be hard to, you know, it, it would be very hard to, to put it get a real picture of what people, you know, expect and what rat really is. Because you oh. actually, you know, you get where I'm going
2: with it, with that? I, I do.
1: I think, there's well, you, you do have a rat sound. You have a, there's a formula and there's a chemistry that yeah. you yeah. and the guys make and Bo makes. And that actually, so as we're going through, we're just going to do the rat stuff. We're yeah. Halfway, halfway there. So, that actually is perfect with Reach for the Sky. So I know Reach for the Sky. I think you tried without Bo. Yes. And Bo had to come back.
0: Well, look at look at what's right in front of me.
1: There you go. Because you... I I have the artwork. You've got to tell me what the hell is that album cover?
0: Well, I'll explain it. To you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've looked at that thing so many times in my life and I'm like, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I did I've done all the pretty much the art direction for the band. Since day one, merch, everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, I had to explain that to somebody today. And with reach, I was thinking, you know, let us try something trippy. I mean, here's here's a little trivia: Dancing Undercover, the back of the record with the front of the record with the five guys was supposed to be the back. Yeah, and the picture of the lips was supposed to be the front. Okay, I guess. Three guys out of five wanted their faces up there in the front. I didn't. You know, so I whatever, it doesn't bother me. I'm, you know, just did the art direction and and that's it. So the same be said for Reach. And and what I wanted to do with Reach is create kind of a hypnosis level, like the guy who did the UFO records, lights out, that art. Yeah. So I was just trying to do that. So I told everybody, um, and the moon is actually not a golf ball. Okay, so I asked everybody <laughs> to give me a, an idea of something visual that they would like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, think of something that's kind of trippy. I'm gonna, This time I want to do something kind of really out there. So I did. And there's a couple things missing from the, the, the one that came out, the co- eventual cover. I got yeah. close. Is, is, and Warren has it framed. Is that woman? She actually shows a, a a tit. We had to cover her up because they wouldn't sell it.
2: Right.
0: The moon, Bobby wanted his golf ball in there because he was playing, uh, playing a lot time. of time. Yeah. Like, okay, that would be great. Make the moon a golf ball. Okay. Uh, it made it on some. And then I wanted the book to read, Reach for the Sky. I wanted... So who knows what I was thinking, the plane. But it was just a... And by the way, uh, another backstage pastry is is the. How can I explain it to you? Yeah, the art on that record is really out there. I got close, but it didn't go well. The yeah. arms
1: are tied up. I mean, I don't use like, yeah, I mean, it's like a
0: wicker chair from, and there's but, like, but the, the point go- is, goggles. yeah, is I never really wanted to name. Uh, uh, an album if there was a song with the same title. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hence I didn't, that song, Reach for the Sky, we wrote in 1983. Well, it ended up on being a title, never using a song. Uh, So a lot of these records were songs. Invasion of Your Privacy is a song title. You know, it ended up being something else. Uh, Dancing Undercover, the same thing. That was a song title. So there's no way I'm going to put a song and an album, you know, the same thing. I've done it with Under My Skin, a solo record. First time ever. And I've never really wanted lyrics ever in any of our albums. And I believe the only one that rat escaped me was Detonator, which is a whole new yeah. group of producers and people yeah i don't i don't believe in you know telling the story i like people to figure out your story
1: well how did yeah. the reach for the sky become a title and you already had the song you're like you know what i just like the title because the album different i feel like Correct. at this point you guys you guys were getting big you guys were having some issues you know trying to decide yeah. on a producer and stuff i'm looking at some of the song titles i wrote down right really it was not the, the quality of your music didn't didn't change no. The album had a different sound. I mean, you still, wait, Cole Jr., I mean, who's going to touch that now at their best? I mean, that's yeah. a good, you know, City to City just feels like that's a touring song. I mean. Yep. Yeah.
0: And here again, you go. City to City is a Mickey Rat song. I, you know, I could play you the a Mickey Rat version and I, live at the Troubadour when Mickey Rat played there in 1981. And I like that version better a lot better but it is what it is you get all of us together and and bow and and then you get our delivery what people you know it's, it's a
1: that. it's a very polished album though too though and i think with a lot of the mickey rat stuff yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot yeah. it's a lot heavier which i personally like you i i enjoy it like the riding around example a lot i like the mickey rat thing i listen to a lot i love that one yeah,
0: it's a different. uh It's a
1: it's, it's, it's heavier. I mean, your vocals are are produced fine, so it's not even like it's not like yeah. demo It's it just feels like the guitars are just different. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, and so that's just yeah. guys is just kind of polished. I think is that what happened with Bob when he came in? He kind of polished it for Atlanta. Oh,
0: yeah, he had free. Then it was like he was going to show us how important he was in the mix. But I mean, who knows? We were all over the place. We have been touring for years. Right. We're up and you know with that success breeds excess and 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 you know a lot of things went down i don't know if if where we're at or why city to city ended up you know so far down the line Mm. that song should have uh been on the ep yeah uh, you know or sell it
1: unless it just didn't fit once again sonically i mean but the whole thing
0: yeah, the whole story behind Reach for the Sky, Bo Hill actually talks about, if you Google it, Bo Hill on on the production of uh, Reach for the Sky. It didn't. It, it wasn't that we never wanted to use Bo again, because I love Bo. I've used him for solo stuff. And mm-hmm. I think, it, you know, if we were ever to do a record, contrary to what the others might think, Bo Hill would be my first choice to bring back, of course you know uh we made this sound together you know it's almost like yeah the hidden sixth member per se you know our Mm -hmm. mutt lang so to speak you know um he knew what to do with us and the whole story behind that i'm not even going to tell it you you'd have to do it you know look it up because
2: actually i've I've looked up
1: too so actually have the viewers look it up so we can hit a couple albums and not Keep you tight yeah. up all day, but it's a good st- Look it up, everybody. I know the story. I know the backstory. Yeah, too, so it that one. It's, a, it's a good one, but that's why I know a little bit. Why I can go back and forth with this. So then you guys do, you guys come out. Rock is, you know, hair metal, rock, whatever you want to call it, I don't really care, is eating yeah. itself at this point because it's been a copy of a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it's a right for the taking, you know, and then grunge comes, whatever you want to call it. But, but at that point, you guys squeeze out Detonator. You get Desmond Child in, you go for a different sound. Yes, it's a fantastically, once again, it's cohesive. It's a, different, it's a different level,
0: and, and I love it. I agree. That record, again, I you know, if I had the catalog in front of me, um,
1: I like Detonator, it's so. got shame, loving user jobs, scratch that itch, one step <laughs> yeah. away, hard time, heads you win, and tails you lose. I didn't know Bon Jovi sang in the background for that one, yeah. Um, he said-
2: oh, man.
1: Oh nothing! Yeah. Giving yourself away, oh, my God! And he's the top seeker well, made it to this one.
0: Yeah, top Seeger That that again. Finally, that got rehashed. I don't know what happened. I'm sure we had more material, but you know, everybody just threw in their tapes and threw in their demos. Literally, here's mm-hmm. demos that I got my songs rather to Juan, one. Here's my stuff, and they would be nitpicked. We we you know, Bo would go through the songs and tell us which ones to really work on um but detonator i love that record i think it's uh it was a great effort you know robin wasn't around as much so it suffered with without his input i believe and you know you can only do with the tools you got and i
1: gotta be honest with you from the outside it didn't sound like you suffered at all you guys it really like that's one of my favorite albums i mean
0: yeah. I mean, Robin's on there, but I, he really, you know, he didn't have a hand in too much stuff and that really bothered me. I'm sure it well, bothered him
1: emotionally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it, I mean, look, it is what it is, but that record is, is a pretty interesting record detonator. And then again, you know, I, you know, I, I, I visualize what I hear and that's how I come up with a concept for any kind of art direction or. But your art
1: voice was, was used too to this one a little differently. You know. That yeah, was on
0: detonator a hundred percent.
1: I would You're have right. loved to seen where you went from that. Because then obviously uh, you know, well held I a handbasket after that.
0: <laughs> well, you know where I went right after that is uh with arcade. Okay, yeah. That's how my voice was stronger somehow. Uh I I yeah, my voice was crazy for some reason uh when I did the arcade, the first arcade. And that was a great record, you know. Yep. So I, I, it's not like I, got, you know, my voice really got damaged or hurt or anything. But it
1: worked. It, it was good. I mean, yeah, we've talked about some of your soul stuff. Is, and, and I just wasn't. Uh,
0: and then way cool. Stuff. And then way cool. You know, we saw what everybody was doing. Everybody was doing the ballads around mm-hmm. the dance era. We didn't want to do that, even though we did one step away and, and this other song, Robin and I wrote. Um, we got close. Well, what I love about Detonator is giving yourself away with yep. Diane Ford and Desmond Child. That, that is an experience. I, I took so much out of that. You know, when Claude had his work, even with that rat record with without uh, yep. uh, Bo, with, with Claude and, and he put his, you know, in with writing with all these people, I, I embraced those writing sessions and learned as much as I could from the people who are these crazy writers? Yeah. But I mean, having the opportunity to write with uh, Desmond and Diane Warren on that song, right. was, it was fucking amazing. To this day, it's one of my best songs I think I've written with yeah. anybody. And
1: sound, your voices. is, once again, they, you know, and that shows you the song. You yeah. write a song to your voice. So, yeah. you know, and that's why there's certain songs that some people can't sing. Best singer in the world can't sing a certain song.
2: Sure, you're right There's
1: songs for certain voices you write for your voice and they wrote for your voice but with their influence and it was just a whole new thing so you know yeah and it was Diane Warren
0: that that said uh we need a working title she works differently i guess mm-hmm. you know i do that sometimes too i'll come up with a title and then work around that or let us music stew and then you go back and go oh shit perfect yeah. um she asked me, what have you, you know, what have you never done? What have you never done? And I said, Hey, give, a, give it, giving myself away. She said, there's your song title. Now let's go. It was great. I mean, these are like mega pro writers, you know, I mean, you better learn something. I like that. I
1: like that fact you talked about when we first talked to, you know, you know, you're all about learning in the studio. You're all about not just partying about learning, 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 growing. And clearly all your soul albums you, you've you kept working it you know it's, it's a craft it's an art yeah i think the only album it was really neat is what was at the end here but with that questions with so collage came out when you guys kind of were starting to get back together kind of a weird time right that was and obviously a collage is a collage so it's not really a lot to talk about it's a lot of mickey rat rat stuff some yeah. stuff thrown in some stuff repolished top right. secret was on it again yeah. you know top secret was yeah. quite a bit so Polished. you know loving Polished. you yeah Uh,
0: um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, Collage was a record to where we weren't doing anything. You know, I had done Arcade, I established my indie label um, and then I was taking a look at our catalog at some point and I was like, okay, we've got to kick this in the ass. So why don't we get together and we got all those together I believe I ran into one just walking down the street. Boom, boom. And then I went, hey, by the way, you know, our catalog, this, that. And would you like to, uh, you know, instigate something and put it out there and see what happens? He was into it. We picked a bunch of Mickey Ratt songs, uh, re, you know, redirected them with his input. And then this is what we got. So it was—it's a fun record. You might—it's yeah, not it- a—it's not
1: a demo album by any means. By any, but like oh, when no, I heard no. detonator and then that came out, it's was like, oh, a new rat album. And I listened to that. It's like, whoa,
0: because right? It, right. It was, it
1: was a different right. animal. You know, right? It was, older right. Rat.
0: It, was a, it was actually literally a collage. Uh, but it—you it, know—it was a record that did exactly what I wanted it to do: get us back together. And. Uh, and stimulate the catalog, and, and I thought it was for
1: for tour, like that you wanted to have some material to tour on too, because a lot no, of artists don't tour. A, without... a, tour
0: came, a, a tour came out of it. Oh, okay, so it's the opposite, and, and it got us back together. You know, and it was worth or it. Or a few of us, or a few of us, I think. Yeah, Juan wasn't involved still. Yeah,
1: no, I think Robbie at that point because Robbie didn't. Have to, so that's two albums you guys did together, and I, I think Rat. The self-titled Rat, in, or 1999, whatever they want to call it. I think there's some really great cuts on that one, like Over the Edge. Oh, the Today, yeah. And, and um, Love Sick is so ridiculously good. I mean, there's other songs, but you know, it's so good.
0: Yeah, you know, that's the uh, uh, Portrait Sony record. Uh, yep. That record, I like that record. I mean, look, there's no rap record that I do not like because it took a lot of time, exp- life experience, blood, mm-hmm. guts, and whatever you Goes into your music, so you know I respect all of her shit uh, music. It's that if you don't have all the elements, I'll say again, you're not going to get the real big picture. right We can get away with it, like right now, since I because I have written a lot of the rap music and songs myself, it, it would right. sound like a record. That's why I have problems getting. You know, I mean, thank God, my guitar player Eric does a lot of the uh, music for the solo stuff yeah um, i come up with with complete songs because it takes me out of this what people expect out of you know oh i'm not getting a round and round from this guy well i don't want to do a round and round it's been done it'll never be done again uh so that's where that helps with my writing but that record uh, with Love Lovesick, that's a great tune. Yeah. Uh, we we really, riff. yeah, we tried to get something done there, Warren and I. We really did. And then you get the next one, you know. Yeah, well, uh, well, just say, I always say, they, uh, Over the
1: Edge was so, uh-huh. so good. Also, what was the album cover? I just one last, an album. Where did the album cover come from? What was that? Infestation or the. Uh, no, 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 the rat album. It's like that, that looks at like the person. Yeah,
0: no that. Well, yeah. Then again, it was looking for, you know, different art ideas and I just really wasn't into into the art directing at that time Uh, you know I oversaw things but I really wasn't too excited about it but Warren liked this idea of this artist guy that picture is made by somebody engraving in wax or wood or something then you make a print and that's what you get so whoever that artist is he was really good so I, I I liked it you know, yeah. there was real well, no concept to it at all, but let's just put something really weird out there and just call it rat. Reintroduce ourselves. And that's where that whole good. thing together.
1: So all right. So we're at the last the last one. Yeah. Contestation, Which yeah. so fresh, so so live sounding. It did not sound like an older band. It sounded like uh, just right out of the gate, eating up alive. I mean you
0: Yeah. I love that record, but you know, like you know, some of our fans out there thought, "Oh, he doesn't like that record." You know, he should be happy and whatever. I'm always happy. Number one. Uh, number two, that record infestation. I I gave it a decent title. Uh, I just couldn't. Uh, I just couldn't uh, see it and hear it as a rat record like i wanted and warren actually wanted too. we got close no cigar i keep saying that it's a great record and you know i totally dig it and we tried and did what we do that's all you can um but those first two singles were written by me and uh, carlos yeah. so it's like me riding with somebody else and saying that's you know or hall for with some guy and saying that's pretty you know, it's it's not because you don't have all the elements.
1: It, it yeah. did sound like you know. I think because there is a, a sound and, and certain things you can replicate. Yeah, your voice you can't. Guitar sounds, you know, and pull, take your yeah. guitar off your wall, put a humbucker sure. in, get a phaser, whatever, and you're gonna yeah. say you can do a Zeppelin sound. Like nowadays, I got my box over there. I can do Queen. Not good, sure. <laughs> but so so that point being, I think when you're not feeling the Rat sound, and this is yeah, feeling as a, if a fan, listen to it. We hear the rat sound. You're not feeling, you guys aren't feeling Robin, the emotional songwriting connection. Also, you're hearing that missing spot because you guys know in your mind that was a missing part of your puzzle. Correct. Correct. And the outsiders, people are not hearing that same thing, I can tell you right now. It sounds like a rat record.
0: I know. I know. And that's because, you know, uh, most important, my voice, I'm not taking all credit for anything everything but I mean look I can't get away from that and I nor do I want to Uh, it's just hard to get my other stuff across solo stuff across uh without people going is that rat is that a new rat song?" like that's all cool I have my own identification uh but but it doesn't help on the other side of the coin you know yeah Uh, so to speak um but that record, like I say, the first two singles, I love Eat Me Up Alive. That's a great song. I actually want to do it live with the solo band. Uh, and maybe right if we get there. But it's some good stuff. Uh,
1: a Little Too Much. I love A Little Too Much. I think it's my
0: favorite song off that one. Yeah. And, you know, talk about rewriting lyrics. We had all of us living in this compound at the time where the studio was at. We decided, well, get us out of L.A you know get us away from the comfort zone and maybe we could you know but little did the producer know that we were still doing what we did no matter what state or city you put us in right Mm -hmm. so anyway i'd rewrite the lyrics every morning if i go sing i'd go hang on let me go through the songs again what are we doing today okay and then I would sit there, and on that record in particular, I rewrote the lyrics every day up until the point I sang. Uh, it was crazy, but it came out pretty decent. It's know? a good
1: album. I used to be proud of it, and it sounds like Rat. I think, on the inside, I think there's an emotional songwriting thing that you guys hear different than the rest of us. Oh yes, the song Scatter. Why? Why are the people? Why are they still doing Japan only releases on stuff? What is up with that? Everything is on the internet now. Why would you even just... and what Japan's more important
0: than the other markets? I know, you know, I'm crazy. Know. Anytime you did a release in, in Japan in particular, you would have to give them a song or two that was never released in the US. And that was just the norm. Right. It well, was that
1: very- was the 80s, and you could get imports. It was kind of fun. It was a special thing. I remember going to the right. record store. So I, I get that. But nowadays.
2: It's yeah. all digital
1: where you can't download that half of the earth, you know? It's crazy.
2: Yeah,
0: you're right. Um, you're you're correct. Um I all I, they got the that was mandatory and it was actually its own agreement contract when you yeah. did a record, released it. And Europe did the same thing. Yeah. You know, Canada, no, you know, I mean some country, some other labels in other countries, whether it's the same label, they have different uh different roles. Uh, you know. Cool different
1: take. This has been awesome you shared a lot of stuff so let's end on what's going on with your backstage pass your streaming.
0: Yeah sure um you know well first you know we've been working very hard on with Asai TV ASY TV Mm -hmm. and a buddy of ours there and and to uh, uh uh release our first production backstage dance production and it's a rockumentary um on me and it, it it's crazy it's called we're calling it nothing to lose and it literally is is stories about mickey rat how i started how i started Rat. i literally go to the old house where mickey rat was created and i got in and and really? we were enough for them to be home my family hasn't lived in there in ages and but it, same place and we i take you to a trip uh from here to there Uh, interview a lot of people involved uh, band members at the time associates crew uh it's going to be amazing and it's and so that rockumentary
1: is that where Uh, some of your stuff's coming from on your instagram like some of your artwork and stuff yeah are you you digging up stuff for your archives to be like old artwork
0: right right i have i have like hundreds of I mean, just thousands of photos nobody has from day one. And I knew then that it would be needed in the future, whether I was around to take care of or somebody else. So it's nothing. It just didn't happen overnight, this backstage past. I've been thinking about this for years and years and how to, you know, I'm getting into more uh, visual art stuff now with shows and producing and that kind of stuff, writing more film stuff we're into and with uh my partner here Christy uh, Dare, who also is producing helped produce the uh, the concert actually mm-hmm. so we're involved with this it comes out next month uh, the first three part series of it and it's going to be interesting because nobody's ever done that on rats you know on me yeah. let alone rats you know we've done the long form videos and we talk about this and that but not to the extreme to where we're taking? No, you. There's,
1: there's really nothing out there. I mean, people look yeah. at you behind the music. I mean, people gobble that up still. I mean, there's sure. so little informative, true story, rat stuff out there. Yeah, and so I'm
0: going to give you the truth. I'm going to give you. I mean, look, it, this goes back to the lyrics. That's why I don't want lyrics in in any uh, uh, albums. I want you to figure them out. I will make them your own. Sing something different, and that's what has been happening. Uh, they still can't figure out my lyrics. It's brilliant. Uh, so this is going to be good because I take you literally to, I mean, we go to the whiskey, we go here, we go there, and, and it's something that hasn't never been done for rats. So, uh, we just oh, our, our first production will be reintroducing the, the real story of, of how I created the band Rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the heels of mickey rat the members who who was in the band talking to some some of these ex members and yeah it, it's going to be crazy and that comes out uh, i believe may i'll post the real date it's first week of may
2: right. again
0: to itv
2: and it's going
0: to be great 100 percent. comes out in may and then after the We'll begin filming for my new show Backstage Pass, The Real Deal, and that's you know pretty much for our fans. Uh, uh don't have to be a certain age, but the 1980s yeah. were such a special year, almost like the you know 50 is the mm-hmm. new 30, you know, the 80s were. Fucking lightning in a bottle. I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of
1: creativity. There was an opening for creativity. It was the apex of different styles could all come. Look at the 80s music, it was so different.
0: And I want to take you, you know, we want to take you on a trip back and not just with me. I mean, I'm gonna have guests, different musicians, and maybe we'll step outside. And, but we're concentrating on this special decade, the 80s. It's it's unlike, you know, and I and I can't really say much about it because, you know, I'm seeing what people are doing out there, and I've talked to a few folks, and you know, they'd be willing to spill my ideas in a second. No, yeah, you so wanna keep it to point, yourself. Yeah, this one we're holding close and yeah. called Backstage Pass." uh not pass and and we're gonna literally you know uh uh, uh, at the end of the day which with with each guest including myself
2: Mm -hmm. you know uh, uh
0: let you in on what we would like our legacy to be and besides a whole lot of cool other stuff going on you know with the guest um when this comes out and but that scene can never be recreated, you know, the fashion, the music, just I mean, if you could have like Berlin and Huey Lewis play with rats and at the same time rack and sharing dressing with REM in the 80s. And you know, I mean there's so much that went on in the 80s. Anything went, you know, you had a Cindy Lauper, you had a Judas priest and an Iron Man and a rat and a motley. I mean it was just Fucking unbelievable! This decade, right, a lot right. of miss yeah. it. It's never going to be recreated. It's almost like watching the, the Doors, the Doors movie, the sixties. The Sunset Strip was just packed, you know, every night. I mean, there was an excitement, and we're really concentrating on the the that decade, and so much went on. We are going to try to bottle it up and give it to you. And with plenty of little cherries on top. You know? That's
1: awesome. I will, and I, anyway, I promote your stuff whenever you have it. I, I re-put it out on my media, so whatever you have, it will be re-promoted out, so anybody that follows me will be in the know, because I keep it out there nice no. you yes. follow it. No. I think uh-huh. you should make a photo book, also, with your all your well, pictures,
0: that's, and that's your, your good artwork. Good. Yeah, that's no? already been done. But yeah, no, I didn't save all those for anything, nothing, you know. No. Um, Actually, with no slows, are we been talking about a a, a rat coffee table photo book? Which has that'd be nice. We're gonna gonna do that with slows. Uh, But the photos I have are on stage, off stage, backstage. This this. I mean, at home, I mean, you know, I have so many cool things that I'm gonna share. So, yeah, I will explain each photo. That'll be a book we'll put out when backstage past uh, eras are.
1: you know, yeah. it's like it's like when you with albums. Remember when you get an yeah. album, like you, like you open up like the Almond Brothers, and you see every on tour and like laying out there. Those are the pictures that people love. It's the in, the yeah. inlays of the of the albums. And
2: you're right, and
0: that's how you got to. That was the only way, which I love about the seventies. Yes, that's the only way you can find out anything about the bands you like through the, yeah, the pictures. Yeah, through the pictures and and you know stuff like that. So you're correct. So it's important and we'll explain every little nuance in a photo. And I have photos that will blow your fucking mind. Okay. You know, uh, people will go, no way, you can't show that. And I'll say, yes, I can. So look forward to that. But the show, uh, um, uh, Backstage Past with the sci TV production, is the Rocky Ventry, Nothing to Lose, comes out first week of May. And we'll let you know where to find it or just go to site TV and
1: uh you'll find I'll, and, I'll be promoting it too. I'll be talking to Christine and I will make sure yeah. that, you know that I'm up I'm up with her and I I re kick all your stuff back out, so we'll we'll get that straight.
0: Great. And then sometime in between there, we'll see what happens uh with the band. Right now, rat is inactive, hence the bastards. Um, uh, but if uh we'll see what happens. Uh, there might be some commotion in the ocean now this year for the band rat, and that 's all I can say. It might be a short swing or no swing i don 't know, but uh you know everybody just uh go to the website's officialstepiercy dot com you know, or the you know all of our uh little websites out there yeah. and we 'll have news
1: awesome. I want to thank you, man, for being on the show. It's been a pleasure as usual. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. You. Good evening, and welcome to Laugh and Monkey Music Show. We have Stephen Piercy back. How are you doing?
0: Great. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. Today we are promoting Nothing to Lose, and, and, and we got a couple of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it already. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. It, it follows along, and it actually is a nice filler for reading, reading the book a few years ago. So it's a nice companion piece. Uh,
2: mm.
1: very, very fun, but Thank you. even before we start all of that, yeah. To delving into that, let's talk a little bit. Always the hot question of the update of the Rat reunion. Probably first, let's. What's going on? Which,
0: which has turned into yeah, you know, a statement I made. Like I, I really wouldn't do another Rat record unless it was all the original members. Right. Um, it, it, it pretty much started there. And then the subjects started coming up, of course, a rat reunion. And I'm and me, of course, you know, uh, it's business. And if it happens and we can make it happen, because I mean, put it this way. It's the fans, our friends that are are, are calling us out. It's not even us. It's not even me going. I want a reunion. It's everybody else, but you guys need a reunion, reunion, reunion. So, you know, call it what you may. If it happens, that would be great. And if it doesn't, well, the legacy will be told on Back for More, the next project, you know. Or it'll be part three of Nothing to Lose, which is uh, actually a three-part series. And we'll see where it ends up, you know. There, we'll right. see what what happens.
1: Okay, well, it does seem to be a question that comes up a lot. I wanted to talk about it. It feels like it's an easy question, but it seems to be coming up a lot. And I, I think what happens is because you when you tour with the Rat Bastards and um, then you tour as Rat, is the only difference now Rat with because you have Juan with you? Is that the difference of making it Rat? Because you see, why not do the album with, with all the guys, but you tour with Rat with just Juan? I think it confuses the fans.
0: Of course. And, and, you know, what I'm doing now is we rat with Juan and I, and no disrespect, I've said it, we've had a bunch of players coming and going. And that's what I always wanted to prevent from happening with this band. I think all of us did.
2: But, but- I agree
1: there. You got some good players to be right on too. They, they are really good players. I just think it's those, sure. the, that other team of players though, that's all.
2: I agree.
0: No disrespect. But hey, look, you can call my ba- my solo band Rat. I'm singing. They're my songs. Uh, hey, yes, you know, I think what people just, are saying. Yeah, they're great musicians too. So, so you know, you give them one or the other right now, it just happens to be my Rat Bastards because you know, there's so much going on and and, and some restructuring that needs to be done for Rat to, to make the next move. I mean, yeah. it, it just kind of I, I think it cuts our audience short and our fans to say, hey, here's Rat, when it really isn't. You know, I, I, that just kind of bugs me. So there you go, you know, right there.
1: I, I know it's for some reason, just for some, from some clubs or promoters, they're going to put Rat no matter what you do, or they're going to say Rat is a different marquee name. Some people only know Rat is going to be this experience, even though it could be you and Juan. They know they're still going to get the package. So there's still that confusion, but the hardcore fans are like to us is this queen is this to us. Aerosmith is this. And that's kind of what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, um, I mean, that's what it, it, that's it. I mean, I would love to see the uh, uh, remaining guys, you know, uh, uh, give it a last lap, the victory lap, so to speak. And because, look, me personally, I have other interests and other things going and, you know, I don't want to be jumping around on stage uh, for another however many years. You never know. And I got to say, you know, rest in peace, Dusty Hill. And then a couple of guys the other day and then Jeff, Jeff Labar. I mean, look, we're not indestructible. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We're not going to be around forever. So, hey, you know, I, I think about that. Like, you know, if if we're going to dabble in something let's do it or let's not do it and, and at least leave a decent legacy, you know, uh, instead of all these guys out there trying to play, flipping and flopping, and you don't know who's who, all you know is you're the brand and that singer guy, you know? Right. So, you know, that's where I'm at.
1: That being said, it feels like the only holdout right now is we got to get everyone, maybe, maybe it's just the people to, we got to get Warren to do it. Juan's with you. Bobby's already played with you. You guys have great to see you guys hug and, and jam together. Bobby's still got it. It sounded great. Yeah. And you guys, it's actually do a clip of it. It's also in your streaming event. I recommend people see. So really the only person who hasn't done it is is um is Warren right now. So
2: yeah, you yeah. know,
0: it, it it's up to it, it's up to the guy. I mean, look, we're okay. we're we're trying to uh get a rapport going here and we'll see what happens. But something like this, you know, we we've been around like thirty-seven years, and and you got to start thinking about how long do you really want to do this? How long can you do it? Uh, it's it sounds become, good. Yeah, you know, and then our, our, and then where we come from—the '80s genre—is a brilliant decade, and I think people are grasping at that, and, and it's good to want to relive. But me personally, I just don't want to give them the bullshit you know no disrespect to anybody because they're great players like you say but we'll see what happens you know i mean you never know never say Any, never.
1: no that's right you james bond i think uh you know it's one of the questions that comes up so a lot even to me and i still read it when i wanted to keep addressing it currently because that's what people are so that being said the biggest thing that s- surprised me in your special was the talk of cancer Stephen, how are you? What's going on, man? Let's talk about oh, that. yeah,
0: You know, when I found out, uh, and everything's kind of copacetic now, I'm on a ritual and and uh, monitoring things, and, and right there again, you know, do I really want to put myself through all this stuff with, you know, you taking care of your health and the broken bones and ease, staph infection? I don't know why I'm still here. But look, I'm appreciating every day and minute above ground here because all of our peers are seemingly disappearing and it's, it's, it's such a drag. But uh, it, it's under control and I never wanted to bring it up until I really started feeling guilty about it. Like, you know, how I found out is just through a blood test, I had, you know, a, a hepatitis. Well, then getting checkup Another checkup, I found out, uh, by the way, you've got a bit of cancer thing going there. We got to get in there. Then you, then your whole world changes, you know? Yeah. So I didn't feel like it needed to be out there until I started feeling guilty. Like, wow, man, you know, I can help some people, you know, get blood tests, you know, uh, take care of yourself, you if know. You help one moderate- person that's
1: it, you know what I mean? If you have one person that saves their life, it's worth it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, get a blood test, find out if you have hepatitis, you have hepatitis. Hopefully it doesn't turn into a cancerous thing because it easily can. And now I'm, you know, the advocate of, uh, hey, take care of yourself. You know, Uh, I don't need to, you know, uh, get all of this, you know, you know what I mean? It's a little personal to me, but I, I felt it was time to share it. And, you know, I went on the road. Uh, nine days after surgery not even knowing the outcome of my surgery removing the cancer uh, and, and stuff so that was pretty interesting so uh, you know my you know if I'm devoted and into something I'm into it and but then again I, you got, I have to start thinking about how long I want to be out here doing this and and you know you start thinking about other things you know Life
1: things, you know. I agree. I mean, you've got family. You've got, you know, the best thing in the world. And, and this is something you haven't said. I, I want to address it. What was really good? Was you're very downplay. You didn't want to put it out there very personal. You, you don't want to cry about things. You're you one you to kind of soldier yeah. on. But at this time, what was going on was you were also battling your knee issues, and then that incident of the video. I mean, people bully and get on and criticize. You didn't say anything. You didn't go well to this. You kind of kept it to yourself. And this is yeah. really something that people need to know. Like, you know what? There's so much else going on in people's lives. First, you know, it's mostly just the keyboard warriors. A few people that do it are usually the loudest, but they jump on this bandwagon. There's so much else going on. If somebody's not having an off night everyone has their own personal battles, man. Sure. You, sure. You're battling, <laughs> cancel, and stats, these, and all sorts of stuff. And God forbid if somebody has like, medication or, or so what, who cares if you do take a drink? Or you what? Everyone has yeah. the best day. Every, everyone's, you know what I'm saying? God forbid that's sure. the worst moment. On video,
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I should have like m- monitored myself better and took it easy, but you know what? The knees were one thing. I mean, yeah, that was enough. But then the double whammy with finding out about the sea. But, you know, I, now I feel like I need to say something just because Hey, take care of yourselves. I want to see my, um, you know, our fans and friends. I want to see them around. I mean, we've gotten to know a lot of these people 36, seven years later, you know. And like you say, if it can help one or two or however many people, then great. I know some really good friends of mine that are in worse shape, you know, and and it's just a terrible thing, you know. Uh, Yeah. You know, and I've lost family through it. And it was time to step up and say, well, unfortunately, you got smacked, Stephen. so do something positive about it, you know, without being poster child, which I really don't want to be. I just right. want to you be- tell you're
1: very uncomfortable about it because I know you don't want to preach about it because that's not your yeah. your gig. But I will take a minute and say, you know, thank you. and 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 also to add to people, this is a perfect example. Stop being pariahs online. You yeah. don't know what's going on with people. This is a perfect sure. example. Steven didn't complain about cry about it. it just came up as a side effect of this. And then by reading this and knowing other pieces and putting it together, people were just beating up on you when you were dealing with other real health issues. And yeah. it happens all everywhere, though. I'm saying the rest of the world, sure. this is an example. The, the people should just start to back off on stuff. So hmm. watch your health, please. Everybody yeah. get, get, don't just check your blood, but do your get all your checkups, man. Get all this oh hundred percent It's very get, get everything. Cancer is scary, some scary stuff, man.
0: Yeah, and I've lost a lot of friends and, you know, I mean, a lot of friends from this. And look, we're getting older. It's okay. You know, I still feel like I'm 20-something, but, you know, I just don't act it. And you just got to really take care of yourselves, you know, because I talk to some of my friends out there and friends, you know. They they let Mm -hmm. me in. I talk to them. It doesn't need to be public. I'll talk to somebody if they're having a you know a a, a life trip and, and why not you know i mean hey if you can help somebody you can help somebody
1: you know yeah well, the mortality of everybody goes so we're learning so yeah so that's great I'm, I'm glad you put that in there i'm glad you didn't kind of you know one of the one of the favorite things about the show is in this process so so the documentary people haven't seen it it literally goes it's a soup to nuts to steven's life and this is part one as you said yeah. What's really great is so it starts off, you go through pictures. It's really got just not, not gorilla style, but you really feel like you're walking with Stephen through everything. It's kind of like the casual, like our interviews, where you really feel like you're just right there, you know, just it's right up there. You're talking, you're shuffling papers. It's it's a really nice format. Um, cool. It's very comfortable. That being said, taking time and talking about Christy and her background and everything that she does
2: mm-hmm.
1: was really, I really like that because. People say talk you know publicly say my girl is that helped me and a lot of times rock guys have their girl helping them and it's a position it's not you know what I'm saying
2: mm.
1: you showed the list you know talk, by speaking about it in, in the show what she's done and what she does and the mm. credits of that she you're not messing around she is a full-on music partner yeah with, and, with it's the and,
2: that,
0: and it's important that she got that, that yeah, acknowledgement. and it, it wasn't you know we just have t- so much in common we think the same in business and we have great ideas and and so we just utilized uh our interest which is music film writing uh producing and things i've always wanted to do this is nothing new i wanted to do this publicly i'm saying yeah i've presented many shows and have stuff at the guild and so I've been dabbling in this just now that I have you know I'm making time in my life to do other things and one of them is creating these great shows and there's a lot of funny shit that's going to be coming down another show we have is it's going to blow people's mind but everything in in moderation and time so you know we're going to do uh, part two and part three of nothing to lose and they'll change Mm -hmm. with titles and And we'll eventually maybe see what will happen to Rat. Uh, But there's other stuff. Back for more is next on the table. And that's going to be a great program. Um, And it's about the legacy artists want to leave, you know, to their fans and get in depth. And and it's going to be entertaining to say. And that's
1: sort of the episode. That's more the the docu-style series that you're going to be as a host speaking with your peers, right?
0: Yes. And I can call anybody out. That's the difference, you see? <laughs> you calling me out is one thing, but me calling my peers out is a whole other ballgame. It's like bullshit, you know? Well, yes,
1: that's a good point. Well, if I didn't believe in what I said to you, I wouldn't be speaking to you, so at least it's a fair point as I do <laughs> I do back what I say. <laughs> um, but that actually is an interesting point. You can, you, and you could probably get more of an interesting... Because you have camaraderie, you have, you have a relationship with them, so you can talk differently. I think the levels will go right to a certain mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? And some of my brothers that I would
0: have liked to have done back for more with, they're not around. I mean, they're just recently dropped. I mean, holy shit. You know, like I wouldn't have loved to see if Ed, hey, Ed, you want to chat for a while and jam and and let me in on what you, your legacy is? You know, I mean, shit. We already know what his legacy is, but I would have loved to just asked, you know, hey brother, you know, you would have said uh, yes because we don't know. I mean, look, you could be here today, gone tomorrow, you know. And and yeah. I've always looked at things a little differently. Once you start getting smacked around, you think a little differently.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. But so kudos on also on the on the on having Chrisy get some props in on that one too. That was pretty great. Who right. who came up with with the um the style of, of shooting it though? So I'm sure you probably discussed different formats. Or like it could be like. Behind the music, or or this kind of format, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying different film style and shot. Or do you take a camera, a high mm-hmm. high def camera, of course, quality. It's quality footage. Do mm-hmm. You take it like you're like you're walking with them, like you're part of the group. Yeah, it's not a rock entourage. It's not that. It's we're we'll going right. to the we're we'll going to the venue. We're we'll going to the house. Hey, I'm just meeting you. Like literally, that plays into you met the woman to, to for the house when you sell your house. That wasn't like 100 free setup because she was surprised. Mm-hmm. The whole situation was happening live on that moment. Mm-hmm. So nothing so yeah,
0: we did. We wanted a different approach. We just didn't want to do your standard, hey uh this is where we come from, because everybody has the wrong information on rat anyway. This is why another reason why I really wanted to do this is to let people in on the real poop, you know, not what you've read or what you hear. It's almost like the like me seeing my lyrics. And they're totally wrong. Nobody knows what I'm writing about. You know, they get the words and lyrics all wrong. So this is kind of like that. Let's put it into perspective. This is the real word. This is the real place. And and the story's never been told about how I started Rat and the people involved. And, and it, it's it was time. It was time. And nobody can do it better except us. So that's what we did. We wanted it to be direct. With the uh, uh, the guys from uh, Asai, Brandon, and uh, we wanted to lay it out there right, something different,
1: you know you've got a lot of people involved in the first part process. I mean you went to the house with the accidents, yeah I mean, nothing short of actually tracking down the nurses that helped you. <laughs> you yeah, right. a lot of people that that's like the only missing piece, really. I mean, I
2: you have a lot there. of people
1: in there. I-
0: yeah, we could have gone there. I mean, it was a trip to be back in the house. You know, my parents passed there. You know, my mom was real religious, and you know, we had, we totally respected, gave that respect, and paid respects. And and I mean, but you left that stuff that, that went on.
1: It felt very personal. You, I mean, it felt like there's a crossing of like it's yeah.
2: like oh yeah, and
0: and and so we wanted it to be real you know there's no need to bullshit and so much things so many things have been said that are misinterpreted and and so i just want to lay it out there properly and give everybody the credit they deserve you know and even in the band you know per se you know um because a lot of people i mean look uh uh, like matt thorn he's an old uh, uh a lot of people have spent time in rat through its you know beginning period you know 1981 right. to 1983 till we had the original guys and matt thorne you know had a had a, a a bit of writing for back for more i mean he had to remind me i'm like well no shit thanks you know so we're letting people in on some even smaller things you know that you would yeah,
1: i like to think i know a good amount of rat not a, i'm not pretending i know a ton but I was enjoying coming across the stuff in the in this episode, you know, in this episode because I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." You know, it was fun. Yeah. So it's even as a longtime fan, you're not going to be like bored. I mean, you, you do you see a softer side of, of you? You see, you know, yeah. who you really are, not the party all the time guy. It's you, it's uh, that's well, the, that's you know, it's become. you know what I'm saying? It yeah, it's like, you know,
0: ah. I I get you. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's the persona, and and you know, it's like. I've always been this guy, you know, you turn on the switch and you get out there and do your gig. The minute I walk off stage, I, I turn that switch off and try to leave that dude over there because <laughs> he's quite a handful. And, you know, <laughs> so it, it's, there's some fun stuff in there. Well, that, that's the good part. I'm saying that's the whole thing is this,
1: this, what you're doing now and with Christie, you're showing more of a, the business team you are, the business guy you are, is, you know, a whole other side that mm. everyone's seeing. More Sure. And the racing,
0: you know, my first love is racing. I was supposed to be racing cars, not yelling at you and playing guitar, writing songs. That was never my intention, um, you know, but now it's to me and a lot of people probably don't know uh, a lot of what we're going to be talking about. The next part two is going to be the great one because it's going to go more into the musicians and, and, you know, actually going, well, here's the arena world, guys. Welcome to it. <laughs> you know, and then uh, you go through that whole trip, and then part three will be a whole other program. You know, see if there's a final lap. You know,
1: it's got to be. We're gonna have, yeah. to, we're to have to have a uh, talk to Warren. We'll reach out to Warren, and we'll be like, you know, get your blood test, <laughs> and then come on down and sign off for this final lap. We, we need not for not yeah. for the family, for the rest of the fans. Yeah you have a lot of photos
0: as you actually see in it do a lot of video too uh, so you know them. unfortunately in the 70s no i wish i did i i actually uh mentioned it earlier i don't know what made me want to take pictures of things and and from day one um i just don't get it but it this is probably well, later on why. didn't you
2: though didn't huh? later on, I
1: thought I thought later on though you had you did some video like during rat and stuff. Wasn't he? Someone was always had
0: doing a camera sometimes. Yeah, I have more music. I have more oh. music than than a, a visual video. Um, there's some some good stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I think wish that would be I part had, of that. Yeah, yeah, I wish I had the '70s footage. That's that's what we're missing. You know,
1: sweet. So, is that that being said? Part of the process, and during during this, it was really great. I think at the end you went to the you the show and you introduced a lot of the rap bastards too. You gave a lot of props to everybody prior to the mm-hmm. show, and then who's in the team now? As it, as you say, it's always ever changing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you behind the scenes. Yeah, and one of the things you talk about a lot is you fight people to, to guard your product, the band name, yes. and putting stuff out. You're pretty good about that. How is oh, yes. the battle how does the battle with some of the YouTubers? And I know I've actually reach out before some people posting and taking other products of yours still
0: yeah
2: yeah the and they go on. out
0: there you know they go out there thinking well you know i'll make the money off of uh their performance and and we i i monitor the stuff pretty well especially if it has to do with uh you know our brand uh, the merch or or like, uh, right here, there's DVDs of concerts all over the place. I just pick them up from the bootleggers and th- say thank you very much, and I'll put it out properly, you know. Well,
1: I think the worst kick right now was the streaming thing, seeing that. Like, I'm like, because yeah. I knew that was – I saw that, and, you know, I was like, what? That was something you guys were going to put out. You just did – that was insane as it's out there right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it's unfortunate, man. You know, you thought Napster was – was a problem you know it's everything else now um yeah i mean how many bootleggers can there be you know uh so we do what we can definitely
1: it's frustrating you know if people see that kind of stuff and they see on youtube they know it's not from steven you can always just report it. Yeah. just report yeah. it you know it's really easy you got um, it that's the way to do it let's talk about touring what are you doing yeah. now and keeping your health going too now that i know you're well, idea
0: everything's kind of everything's kind of slowed down, and it's not because I want to slow them down. It's just because I have other things happening, and one of them being in the, our production company. Uh, company, and the ideas are finally going to be able to come to play with the right people, and it took patience, and it took years. It just did. This just didn't happen. You know, it's been a process, and and then fortunately having a partner who just loves the same same thing you know yeah. uh, uh creating the visual and and it, it, it's great it, it it's all good so now's the time to utilize this time to doing these other projects and you know rat we'll see what happens uh 2022 um but for right now it's just going to go out and do the rat bastards my guys and and uh, go out there and play play rap songs. You know, it's the same thing. I still get off on it. I still love playing rounder. I still so, love laying it down. All these songs. Well, I, think, I, love I think
1: everybody loves them. Everybody loves them. I just think people, you know, these people haven't seen actually some of yeah. those guys play. Honestly, like Warren and and, and you know and Bobby really don't play it anyhow. So just they're they're also they're also their favorite players. to so see all their favorite people together. Yeah, in the unit that was so it's, I think there's a couple different levels because you know. You know, you, you singing, you singing the songs with whoever's going to be is it still going to sound like you? So that's not going to change there you the performance. Go. Yeah. You know, so they know what they're getting. It's kind of like just having more of their favorite, personal favorites. You know, um, exactly.
0: And I'd rather them have the personal favorites. You know, I'd rather it be uh, what what not what was because it'll never be the same without Robin. Let's get how that are
1: you going to take it right? And, and we said that we all love Robin. Yeah, but when you've talked about you want the band together if you want to tour, how you you said you don't want to have the other guy come back again. So so how would you handle the? Would it be a four piece? In your no, first? no, no,
0: not at all. Rad is not a four piece. We've done that a couple of times. Never happened again. Um, that's not who we are. Um, just you know
1: i saying you can't replace Robin. You didn't want to have Carlos back. So
0: yeah, well, we, you know what? If if, if hell froze over. And the band did get back together. I'm sure we'll, you know, touch base with who we think, you know, fits in a job. But, um, yeah, that's the only drag, you know, that Robin's not. He's here in spirit, but, you know, not out there. And nobody can replace him. But many have come close. And that's cool. That's cool. I just hate seeing Rat with no disrespect with these guys coming and going it's it, 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 that that's started bugging me and that's why we're taking things a little slow right now you
2: know well
1: that's fair i just i was just kind of curious because i know there's been names that i've joked with you about, about um jake but the truth is Jake Lee wouldn't be a fit truthfully because yeah circle he, he has his own bands and he he does he has his own jam but he does he's his own person so the, the question would be is to, to make that final piece of the puzzle that would be acceptable that would Be their own person, but not be a replacement is probably as big a puzzle piece as getting Warren, you know, at this point. Those might be those two pieces.
0: I mean, look, I mean, speculating, you know, Jakey and Rat, wow. Interesting. But Jake's a one guitar guy.
1: Right. That's something that wouldn't fit in that. It'd be fun for music, but I don't see as a full thing.
0: Yeah, that's why he pretty much left Mickey Rat and Rat in right. in early on is because I wanted a two guitar piece. Robin was jamming with us all the time, and he wanted to be the, the one guitar player, and that's what he is. He's great at being a one guitar player, Jake. You know, but he'd be great. I mean, come on, that, <laughs> that, that's insane. That well, would if you're great. talking
1: about people that would fit too, because if you're looking at trying to follow along the original, the original line as close as you can of yeah. of the, the lineage of Mickey Rat that also fits in to be more authentic too sure that's you know plus people love him that's like a dream
0: but be authentic to be authentic to to the the brand you know and jake was part of the band so hey you know once a rat bastard always you know
1: right but that's not stopping you from doing your other stuff so you are writing you've got your Double album? You're talking. You you pretty much said yes. loud now enough. Talking double vinyl. Yeah. You are do you doing vinyl? That uh, expression? Or are you it's actually doing vinyl?
0: The double record is going to come out. The solo one in vinyl first, and I think we're only going to do about fifteen hundred. Make it special for the fans, you know. And we have so much good music. I just decided. Look, I'm writing like never before, and so uh, one one record will probably be Eric and I, uh, Ferrantino's. Mm-hmm. and the other record i'm just gonna you know break out stuff like the ep like i used to do right that kind of stuff is what i want and we'll see what happens but well, we have great songs amazing i can't wait to start
1: recording. so on, on yours are you so you're saying you're gonna do, you do a lot of the guitar stuff yourself on that one and make it more of a, a oh yeah thing
0: oh yeah the second record will be more of my music writing yeah,
1: yeah. That'd, be, that'd be fun that'd be, that'd be actually because i enjoy like especially a lot of the demos and the anthologies you were putting out, you know, those are kind of fun. I actually think I like some of the songs better than the Repolished versions, actually.
0: I mean, look, I like having a good time. It's like tongue-in-cheek when we uh, re-recorded Girls on Film. And there again, you know, you get Christy in there doing the, the, the video and the, I mean, it's like, I don't even have to think, but we all just did it as a joke. Hey, can you do this, put this together? Oh, sure, you know, Eric, I mean, uh, let's go record girls on film why because there's this thing on duran duran remember when he disrespected me and he didn't want to take a photo yeah <laughs> so i went here here's your song Simon I re-recorded it for you what do you think just for <laughs> just for the hell of it you know?
1: have you actually heard any any feedback from that I'm sure what if it's crossed your radar yet no
0: I'm sure <laughs> that would have been I'd nice loved,
1: oh my god! I'm sure I they love saw this,
0: a couple of nickels and dimes <laughs>
1: That's funny. I would I would love to hear that. Uh that's awesome. I actually saw in an interview you have a great little drum machine. you is it actually a Vox drum machine? Oh yeah, yeah. This good right, it's right here. Just, just tell, yeah. So tell me what that I, I you know, I'm a Vox guy myself. I got it, like it's cool.
0: just it's a little guitar thing. I have the Elise's and everything else, but you know, upon this family and I it's a funny. I love that. Thing.
1: I saw that. And I was like, oh, I gotta ask him
0: oh i mean it's serious i mean i mean look like, i mean it's like uh uh oh uh, well this one isn't plugged in but i mean it's that easy just throw that up and away you go and and my format of writing songs hasn't changed since we sat in rat mansion west warren robin and me and we're round and round we have two cassettes i mean two uh cassette decks and we just bounced ideas back and forth until, at the end of the day, we had one cassette with both guitars and a vocal idea on it with some loose words, and it, it was brilliant. And that's how I still write, you know.
1: One thought: as far as yeah. all the collaborations you're always doing, what about if mm-hmm. you or have you thought about, or if you haven't thought about it, what about doing an album ish with your like with your friends, like? With your guitar, you know jakey lee's which we talk about like a different guitar for like a song with different artists you you write with yeah. artists, is that ever uh
0: i've kind of you know i i love doing those uh i did toys in the attic with tracy guns for an aerosmith well, that's what made me I... kind of
1: think about this is like i'm like you have so many yeah other peers
0: Yeah, yeah, I've done that. But you know what? We got something in the works that's going to really blow some minds. Talk about friends. Wait till you hear this one. This will come out in about a month. Um, But yeah, I've thought about it, but I already do it. Like I say, I uh, I did a a song with Jakey on one of those compilations, uh, George Lynch. I've done some with him and re-recorded some Mickey Rat songs actually with George uh probably just worn off but um you know and and i've done the rod Stewart with rad right. you done, said it for
1: other people though i just kind of like a like a focus yeah. like you're in control you picked
0: a song with a bunch of other guys up. yeah i'd like to do that not right now it, it's not it's not on the in, in the cards but that would be fun that well, would be come fun, off I'd as as I'd with fun anybody, dude.
1: right well knowing yeah. you're right we've talked about it playing guitar so all mm-hmm. these things kind of Fall in together, and those pieces were for other people. Those projects, uh, other, set all over the place, right? But they're re- but they're really fun. It wasn't just like yeah. one off. You did a bunch of them, and they're all kind of really kind of fun with different artists. I was like, well, wow, that'd be kind of neat if he controlled his own complete album. Sure. Of his friends coming in.
0: Well, we you just Stephen gave me friends. an idea. It's not one that I haven't had before, but now you just instigated me in doing a record. So, uh, who knows? Well, the Maybe do that will happen now. Now, because of you, I'll probably end up doing. It.
1: <laughs> i think it'd be a good idea yeah oh 100
0: and there, you know oh, there's you know, some talented guys and especially if they're they spent time in the rat bat you know early rat <laughs> it would be even better like jakey right. or chris or it's just a good or, tie-in it's yeah it's a
1: part of your, yeah. your legacy you know the long-standing and 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 um the the only thing is i almost think with all this you could have a soundtrack for all these pieces that you're doing mm-hmm. All all three of your um the Nothing to Lose series you're doing right now? I was thinking yeah. like you could actually put a soundtrack for that. Is that an idea? or?
2: Well, you, you got know, some songs now there. that we've, now that we've got...
1: Piling on your workload.
0: <laughs> yeah, now that we've gotten through the first series, Nothing to Lose, introducing you to how Mickey Rat turned into Rat and created and the big goal was the whiskey. Yes. All right, well, next one going to be well, shit. <laughs> they're they're playing arenas now they you know shit's starting to happen out of the cellar uh, opening for zz uh, you know opening for these guys uh. so the next one's gonna be interesting and that's where we're maybe the songs will start coming into play because there are songs that jake and i wrote he doesn't know this he thinks that we never co-wrote a song together jake we did Two <laughs> and I have them, so they'll be heard. And this was back in eighty, late eighty-one, early eighty-two. Uh, but Jake was a hot commodity back then, you know. And and uh, Dio was after him, and then Ozzy ended up getting them, And you know, shit, Motley probably wanted to audition them. <laughs> you know, you're about to hear some good stories in the next one. I'll tell you.
1: Good. That's excellent, and and I want to tell people to to take the time and, and watch this first one. How long before the other one comes out? A couple more months between them. Mm, well,
0: this Loosely. took a little longer than we thought because of the the whole mask game. Right.
1: Production of that. takes a little bit longer too, when you're editing and Lord knows, yeah.
0: Probably in about probably I would say four months, five months, four or five months. Four. That's fair. Yeah, a lot can you- happen, you know.
1: Yeah. And and the thing is the kind of style you do to edit, it's gonna be I can't even imagine. I wouldn't you want to be in there editing all the footage? Because mm. how much do you put in to keep the story going? You know, this one is put together really well. It really kept the story Thank you. Um personally kind of liked the, the walk through the house the best. And because it really Thank showed you me. you stopped the motion. And and actually I, I think the, the the part with you actually going through the photos, because you could have just done a photo thing, but actually it was like you're there, you're holding the photos and it was a shared moment. It was it was a little bit different than you did, just like putting
0: them up on the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know what though? I I literally have hundreds and hundreds because I used to take photos off stage, on stage, in stage, out stage. I mean, there wasn't a moment that I didn't have some kind of camera going. When once Rat started kicking in '83, yep. it was like somehow in my head I was. Thinking You're going to document this in photos. And I did without even really thinking about it, you know. So there are so many photos. I mean, I, you know, we can release 20 photo books. There will be a good one. There is going to be a rat uh, a photo book. Coming up here real quick, a coffee table. Well, I think book. You, you you got to at least yeah, have a little time. Yeah, it's time. it's really time for some of this shit to go down. You
1: know, I'm sure you have another book in you. You have a, a, a lot, a lot, got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. And
0: it's okay. I can handle
1: it. it. Well, good, good. So this has been fantastic. People go out and watch it and and, and enjoy it and, and put the time, and there's and there's actually bonus footage too. Yeah, to really cost five dollars to join it's really easy you sign in it takes you two seconds you can watch as much as you want and like i said all the interviews from everybody's in the bottom part with the trailer it's 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 really fantastic it's it's, it's good
0: thank you thank you yeah we're looking for see now that we know you know how we got out of the gate there the 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 next two will be pretty comfortable pretty comfortable yeah because we know exactly what we're doing i mean it is planned out it is script you know it is put into perspective. It oh, wasn't I,
1: yeah, just winging it, you know? Yeah. I, have a, I do have a, a video production back. I have an idea of how you do That's why I was even more impressed because it was pointed this. I have actually other stuff, you know, behind the scenes. So that kind of production to do it loosely, but together and then edit it together and put together mm-hmm. to be a story was quite a chore. Yeah. The guys
0: that the that <laughs> brand in that uh, S.I. TV who was production mm-hmm. too had, it was, was pretty clever. I mean, it took a while. It took a while. So now that we know what we're doing, we're familiar with the, the next steps. Yeah, we're going to try to blow some minds on the next one. I mean, I've got photos that'll blow people's minds. You know, it's not just the band. It's, you know, it could be another musician. It could be, it's going to be a surprise.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Very good. We'll see This, As usual, it's been awesome. Good update. Thank you. We'll, we'll have to touch base again when the next one comes out or down the road. You got more stuff? um, Yes, 100%.
0: Thank you you very much. Anything you want to know, officialstevenkersey.com. Partners in Crime are at it. And and we've got some stuff out there, solo shows happening. Uh, So
2: we'll pick it up here real quick. All right, man. We will talk again soon. Thank you. Thank you, brother.